Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul. I was kicking around a few new names, and really I was trying to shock my boys. I told them I was off to make some smooth pod. And maybe someone else has done that before, but not to my boys, so I may not have invented smooth pod. But it's something. You have to brand your work and... It's perhaps uh, a fact that I need to do a better job or work out a formula. So here we are, show 59. Hi, I'm really excited to be here. I got a new bed, slept better. I mean, my goodness. It's a low, came out of the box, blew up. You know, I mean, expanded. And uh, it's pretty nice, pretty nice. Sleep is so important. I have to cut that sound out. It's my mustache scratch. And I have basically a week and some days. And it starts to look like you're either a woodsman, recently homeless, or really just don't give a care. It's easier for me not to have to do it. My old electric razor I used to rely on ain't what she used to be. Let's put it that way. And blades, you know, men, women go back and forth. Women have more intricate shavings, and French women don't shave under their arms. And that shocks people that find that out for the first time. I was a kid, you know, I mean, young teenager, when I found that out, and had never considered other cultures or certainly that part of it. And then I knew more and more, and I talked to people about Italy, and I don't want to paint all Italy as bad, but there were towns in the mountains, wherever this was, that they only turned the water on for a few isolated hours a day. And I've heard of other places with intermittent electricity. So we are so lucky here in America. That's why I want to uphold it. That's why I want to... It seems like sometimes it's slipping, doesn't it? They had a thing on TV I caught, and people are noticing that there's a trend. And Yeah, that's easy to spot. I came up with wood a year ago. After thinking about it a year, what the heck is this? And really, the whole world is falling apart. Our allies are... You know, it's hard to separate. If you can imagine, like if the Queen of England was just all of a sudden randy or crazy sounding. I mean, we all over here say, oh, the queen is crazy. And it might taint how we view England for allowing that woman to be queen. Now, she's Elizabeth in this sense, case, does a tremendous job, is well-loved, and is a constitutional monarch, and 
she has to sign off on certain things, but she doesn't run the government or the military or any of it. So it's just a, an elaborate arrangement. And I think it's for those people to feel pretty good. That's how we have uh, with our democracy in George Washington and all through these years, just this hope and dream of America. We want to uphold this thing. We want to continue this experiment. Let's face it, this is an experiment. I know I probably said that before. And I mean, every day of my life is an experiment because I realize that going through different phases and having kids and you cannot be prepared. It doesn't matter what education you got, what your financial status is. Nothing can prepare you fully for any experience, per se, but kids. My God, these are human beings that are given to you in your care. I don't think I'm a little okay. I guess, you know, I thank you for this little bit of upholding matters psychotherapy for myself because I've been watching this uh, Russell Crowe Noah movie again. I've had it for a while and I just have ignored it. And watching it, I realized that I never, hardly ever get close to finishing it. But I'm not quite even done. And there's just some... Disturbing imagery. Of course, the story has to take great license. And within that story, they try and explain certain things that were uh, less filled in, let's say, from the story. And then the fantastic things. I always loved the stories, the uh, stories of fallen angels. And this Russell Crowe version of Noah is no different. I don't, you know, is this a Disney movie? I'm not sure who's making it, but it's it's um, sacrilege to some, not to me, but some might say, in the way that it portrays God and Noah and hearing this call and the way the earth was destroyed. And it does seem like the deity is kind of pissed off. And I mean, I don't know how Noah talked God and to give him a chance or whatever, but God was dead set on just wiping it all away. And I see this is part of the allegory that's a little bit funny to understand because you're talking about God and I don't think God has to like flood the world to destroy it of all these evil people. No need to do that. While we're on God and upholding America and all of that, truth, justice, and the American way. I pointed to a movie in my office. It's a steel book. It's the Wonder Woman movie, the new Wonder Woman movie. And we were about to watch Captain Marvel. And I said, the problem with that movie is going to be this one, Wonder Woman, because she's like a demigod. She's beautiful. She's smart. She has, I mean, you know, 40 languages smart, can lasso you with a thing and make you tell the truth. I mean, it's almost impenetrably powerful. She blocks bullets with her wristbands. 
Anyway, how could this new movie top it? And I have to tell you, wow, because she can, Captain Marvel can do things that are incredible. And she can fly and generate electricity, and it's all because of the series. You know, it's like, uh, well, any of them, the Hulk, the Spider-Man, they're all like accidents, spider radioactive, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's a coincidence. So there's some coincidence here. This woman came back from her roots, and she's an American, so it's kind of cool upholding America. She's in the Air Force, and it's it's an amazing to think that, you know, and okay, okay, forgive me because there's so much crossover in these stories, and I tease my guys because they went on to see Endgame at the show, and I haven't seen it, and I watch all these movies when we get them or rent them. It's hard to keep track of it all, so I deliberately confuse Marvel movies with DC movies and say, I wonder if Superman will like her, and of course they're cross-genres, and that makes my guys just shake their head like, oh, Dad's a moron. It's fun. I, I like to do that kind of stuff. I like to see that look on their face. Oh, that, that old stupid guy. It's neat. So speaking of the old stupid guy, this is what happened this week. Donald Trump, in addition to his Kim Jong-un love letters. He got a lovely letter. We know what Kim Jong-un is. He murders people. He tortures people. He commits the horrible acts, uses them for medical experiments just to watch them die and suffer. It's, it's so reprehensible that you can't rank him with the likes of the world's most vile scum. I mean, they've all been, had, they've all had their strong suits. And you could name this crazy, that guy is a guy. But to say that you got a very nice love letter from one of these mass murderer guys, as Donald Trump said, it's, it's, it's sad. I cry. It's insane. I mean, say that to somebody else, but not as the president of the United States. That's just plain out offensive. And then George Stephanopoulos, ABC, got an interview. And I know you can splice it up and you got to cut down for time and all this. But basically, he said that it's okay to take opposition research on uh, another candidate from a foreign government. It's the very same thing the whole Mueller thing was about in Russian interfering in our elections, and he's saying it's okay. And it's hard to get up off the ground after something like that, but, you know, because it's, it's a combination shot in combination with all the other things that just never stop. It's like you become numb to the world-altering events as they happen because they're so... It's like the Berlin Wall falling every day. It's, 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 it can be unsettling to realize that just yesterday you thought that was the most unsettling. So that's my world unraveling dissociative disorder. I don't know how to deal with it. 
Yeah, he said in the interview that the director of the FBI was wrong because Stephanopoulos called him on the director of the FBI says you should call the FBI if a you know foreign national offers you. And he just said the director of the FBI is wrong. It's the president of the United States undermining the director of the FBI. It blows my mind that, you know, because I, I try and think that all these other things is private meetings with Putin can barely get it out. Private meetings with Putin, unrecorded, nothing. You don't want to have suspicions of these things. Like, oh, but when you see stuff like this, there's no shame even in public. So if you suspect that or there's clues that indicate that there's nothing but bad opportunity here for America, you don't like to think that. But stuff like this, it's just... It just seems like, oh my goodness, all that stuff is probably true. Part two, we're going to come back around to local, and we're going to wrap a little of this other stuff up. I talked about hope the other night, and I'd like to talk more in part two. Welcome back to Upholding Matters. Yeah, you know, things happen in life and you realize that you made it through another day. Some of the things you stressed about or thought were important weren't that important. You know, I try and remember every day. And there was somewhat of an example of what I was talking about. I have a red bar on my monitor and my audio person, it sounds highfalutin, but law allows you to work your family in any capacity. So let's just say I get good work audio, but it's not, well, it's not totally free, even though, you know, thank you. So, but there's a line and I know better and I want everything to be done right and sound good and not have errors because some people have very delicate ears and I suppose I don't. I'm just glad to hear. So we, we march on. Okay. Yeah. You have life and uh, I was all set to go to another meeting with a bunch of people that have brilliant new ideas for homelessness. And a friend tipped me off to the meeting, invited me actually. And then it turned out that it was a secret and I wasn't really invited and I was uninvited and that was perfectly fine with me because they're guarding their secrets to fix the homeless problem and they want to make sure no one gets in and messes it up or beats it to it once they reveal the grand plan. 
you know, I'm, I'm facetiously saying some of this because I love active civic participation. Upholding America depends on that. But there's a new thing, a new feeling. You know, it's like you've heard that. I remember my first beer when someone is like really excited and enthusiastic about some project or some cause full of zeal and passion and good ideas, but lacking a larger picture of other factors that weigh in on the good idea front. You have to have them. And if politics is compromised, then there's a lot of compromising. And you march on, you stay in there. You try and work these things out for people to uphold your city and your county and your state and your country. And let's face it, we want all those entities to succeed. We want citizens to succeed at the individual level and have comfortable lives and educations and for their children and pensions for their old age. These are not crazy wishes. They are things that America provides because of how great it is, how unique, how special. And really in the world, it's not like that. It always hasn't been like that. It was never really like that. Only in our lifetimes, and those of us old enough to have enjoyed some of the days before, you know, they made fun of the new computer stuff. I'd like to talk about that in the Captain Marvel movie. And uh, it's the old days. So they were amazing times. And there were pensions and, like I said, educations and all of these things that just, you didn't question if when you got old, your pension would be there. And then more recently, and especially after the financial crash, people should notice that. They should think about it. They should wonder. And here, wondering too much, worrying too much, that's not a prescription for happiness. But if you look at just the sheer mass of numbers that are owed in liability, it seems like everything's going to have to just keep on being peachy and go swimmingly for major sectors of the economy. The homeless know this is an issue that can really cramp up things. And the people that have fallen through the cracks, there are so many factors and there just aren't enough people to help them. I think that, you know, you look at socialism and Bernie and democratic socialism and America can rightly be said to have corporate socialism. It's, you know, there's not a cut and dry and people want to have a slogan and demean someone because socialism is next to communism and that there's many facets to that. Number one, 
not true. Number two, many kinds of socialism, many kinds of fascism, many kinds of all sorts of things that just come down to what the heck the people in charge do and what they're allowed to get away with. So that's why it troubles me in America that the rule of law, which is the thing that upholds it all in a large way anyway, should be put down, challenged, talked about in the way it is by our own president. That's that's painful. It's like, it took me years, my grandma and other people used that as an analogy, the favorite, cut off your nose, bite your face. And I kind of got it, but I never, why would you want to spite your face? You're mad at yourself? I, you know, I guess you see, I still struggle with that one. But just because you're mad in general, you don't want to do more foolish things. I'll leave the moral there. You know, think that's what it is. It's all in conduct, isn't it? And they say, you can be wrong about situations, wrong about people. And I got to give a shout out to a manager at Taco Bell. We went there for a birthday celebration. And we weren't ordering quickly enough. And it seemed like a stressful situation. And the guy's response was just perfect. It was pitch perfect. So in other words, you can say words. Uh, take your time. I got all day. Could be sarcastic and snotty, or it could be I got all day. And uh, it was just a good way to say you don't have to hurry and rush and come on. There really wasn't even anybody behind us. So it was not a stressful situation. It was just a what the heck is happening situation. And uh, he played that really good. And then at Home Depot, I got to witness a love moment between two ladies, one older, that hadn't seen each other in a while and reconnected and, and had a hug, you know, a hug in the aisle. And I stopped my cart and waited and watched. And it was just, it was a beautiful moment because it was just two people. And I thanked them for letting me share that. And they loved that too. And... That's how you uphold America. That's hometown right in Home Depot in the middle of a Saturday afternoon when there's not a lot of courtesy or consideration flowing up and down the aisles. Most of the stress of the home project or having to be in that store in the first place, dragged there, just wanting to go home and do that other thing. Life is complex. So we're trying. So the people at the other meeting, I don't know what happened. I didn't go. I hope they found some solution. If they're hitting on letting people live somewhere and just whatever you have to do, look the other way or put some crazy law in place where no one's liable, you go there on your own hard luck. If that can be done then something like that would work. 
Now, there are other places out here where a lot of people are living and they're under the freeways all banded together like under the freeway pirates. And that sounds demeaning in a way, but alliances form and people connect and they're motivated by common interests and charismatic leader. Must be pretty difficult to be charismatic under the highway, but they give it a shot and maybe they have more than anyone else there. It's like, uh, I love mom and dad saved the world. They go to the planet of idiots and be the smartest guy. And that's just great because that's how life is from under the overpass all the way up to the top in these corporate boardrooms where guys have button-down demeanors. But behind that are all the frailties and biases and opinions that they might not express publicly because then people know how they really felt or how their mind is tilted. We're going to make it. I tell you, we're coming up on our 60th show next time. And I'm still juggling some of the things that I want to do for a format and commercially. And it's, it's, uh, there's no hurry, you know, it's all up to me. God is on my side. I have forever. It's kind of like that. We will get there. God, however we define that, is on the side of the United States of America, except that it's not just that. But goodness has got to be with those that try and do what's right. And I'll tell you, for everything that's challenging, what's great about America is still great. And when you can go to Home Depot and find that love, that real love, it's an amazing thing. God bless you all. Here we go to 60. 60.